So uh, there is some news coming out of Israel that perhaps, and this comes to us actually from the Hamas leader, uh, that a hostage deal is in, in the works. Now, we'd heard that from various sources, but from Hamas, and it would be an exchange of, of people. Uh, we will hope that that comes about. In the meantime, the social media platforms truly have become highly offensive places where it goes well beyond just statements of concern for Palestinian civilians or even a pro-Palestinian solution to the problem to becoming just expressions of outright hate. Even with the publication of a uh, Osama bin Laden letter to America from more than 20 years ago that is actually drawing support from some very ill-informed Americans. Ryan Schmelz is following the backlash on Capitol Hill as Republican lawmakers are going to have some tough questions for the TikTok CEO. Ryan, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good. What was it? What was the, what, what, what the final straw here? Well, you know, it, it was really starting when you you had this war in, Hamas, in, in Israel break out, uh, and you had a significant amount of what what some Republican lawmakers would consider pro-Hamas, anti-Israel, pro-Palestine, uh, and anti-Semitic content that was being shared at a very wide range on TikTok. And I think one thing that they've pointed out is that you're seeing more free Palestine. Uh, post trending on on TikTok as compared to pro-Israel ones. Uh, but then also you had this viral, I guess you'd call it a TikTok challenge or trend that was going on over the last week or so, where you had young people reading this letter to America that was written by Osama bin Laden, you know, back in, I believe, the 90s or early 2000s. And that really angered a lot of GOP lawmakers, also a lot of, of Democrat ones too. But you have uh, some Republican lawmakers on the House Energy and Commerce Committee now writing a letter to TikTok CEO, pretty much demanding some more answers uh, surrounding this case. Well, also, Senator Dick Durbin and Senator Lindsey Graham, they're asking for Discord, they're asking for Snap, and they're asking for the CEO of X to testify because they're concerned about children overall. This is a bigger problem. Yeah, no, and, and this has been something that Congress has been looking at for some time. I mean, we've had TikTok CEO on Capitol Hill before uh, testifying about the amount of data that the Chinese Communist Party has access to when it comes to Americans uh, and their, uh, you know, their use of TikTok. So uh, this is something that's not going away, but this has also kind of galvanized the renewal of a number of lawmakers calling on TikTok to be all flat out ba- banned in the United States. And I'm sure that when uh, Discord and X and some of those other platforms come uh, to, you know, Capitol Hill, I think you'll see the renewal of the argument of whether or not TikTok should be banned. And I think one, you know, example of that is you have Josh Hawley, this congressman or this senator from uh, Missouri, has been very aggressively against TikTok being banned or for it in, in favor of it. Then you have somebody like Rand Paul, who probably leans a little more libertarian, who said, well, wait a minute, this is a major First Amendment violation. You can't just ban a company and ban people from being able to use that that company's uh, content. You know, I know, the uh, Ryan, the national security folks, man, they're, they've been pretty weary of uh, TikTok's uh, connection to China. I mean, the parent company is based in Beijing. It's ByteDance. Is that correct? Yeah, that, that's correct, yes. And that's where some of this, uh, you know, th- these concerns originally came from because this is a company that's in China. Therefore, you know, the Chinese Communist Party has a little bit of power uh, over this company. Now, of course, it is still just an allegation. 
that the Chinese Communist Party has a full-on you know, ownership of ByteDance and full control over it, because that's something that the CEO has testified about, is that they do have independence and they are able to make their own decisions. But, of course, you still have a number of lawmakers who just aren't buying it. Yeah. Well, TikTok, I think the quote that I saw in one of the articles on your website says, TikTok, quote, clearly, the content clearly violates our rules on supporting any form of terrorism. Well, if you acknowledge yeah. that, then why the heck is it still there? Or why couldn't yeah. you have taken they it, didn't down take it down sooner? Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and they did ultimately take it down and they, when they said they were made aware of it. But obviously, just the, the, the explanation that the CEO has been giving is just not, you know, biting. It, 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 it's not cutting it for a lot of these members. You know, it, this got extremely popular and it became very well seen. And obviously, it got a lot of media attention. And that's when ultimately it was taken down. So, of course, that's got some of the questions these lawmakers are asking is why did it take so long for you to spot this and then take it down? Well, especially since you know, Ryan, they have granular data. I mean, they have the most detailed data stream showing what is trending in real time. So all the flags should have been there. Yeah, I mean, that, those are all questions that they want answered. You know, they want they want transparency questions uh, related to you know, how they, 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 they share their data and how they utilize their data analytics. But also, you know, they've got questions about just how much the Chinese Communist Party has uh, power over this company when it comes to either censorship or, or removal of content. So uh, these are all questions that, that have been asked of the CEO, but I'm not quite sure we've gotten those answers quite yet. Ryan, the, the, you know, the way they use TikTok in, in China is different than they use it over here. They they kind of have a more of a, a crackdown on how young people use it there than it is over here. Yeah, no, and that, that's something that's been pointed out numerous times by different members of Congress is that it, it, it just seems like, you know, there, there's a level of manipulation that goes on here in America when it comes to TikTok and, and how it targets certain people, you know, and it doesn't just apply to kids. I think it does apply to adults as well. Uh, but, you know, they, they do feel that. And there's a lot of lawmakers who feel that this is being used as a propaganda machine to, uh, to uh, pretty much send either anti, you know, American rhetoric to the United States, mm -hmm. but also potentially, you know, anti-Semitic content to the United States as well. Well, TikTok's point is that this was on other social media platforms, and it that's the problem with social media. It spreads quickly, and you, there's no it's cross reporting about the veracity of anything, and, it, and people just believe it as fact, and that's the problem with all of this. That's mm -hmm. not no, a question. Yeah. It's no. just a statement, Ryan. Well, yeah, and I guess that's, <laughs> Ryan, when, when you look at this, obviously because of the Chinese connection, there's a lot of outrage about TikTok, but we saw Elon Musk himself endorse a, a virulent anti-Semitic post. Right, repost. Repost yeah. over the weekend. So is there just as much concern about what's happening on X or is most of it aimed at TikTok because of the Chinese connection? Well, I think there is this, this, this sense of urgency when it comes to TikTok just because of the Chinese Communist Party's potential alleged connection there. You know, they feel that that could be a ma massive national security concern and therefore, we need to have a debate right now about whether or not TikTok should be banned or not. That's something that uh, Buddy Carter, one of the congressmen who's leading this letter, uh, was telling me yesterday when we were having a, a phone interview. But, you know, I think there still are those conversations that people want to have about X and some of the other platforms, too. It certainly is. And just social media in general is something Congress wants to tackle. But when it comes to TikTok, there just seems to be that more sense of urgency just because you have the Chinese connection there. Yeah. 
All right, Ryan, thanks very much. Uh, appreciate your reporting, and we'll watch to see what kind of response they get from the TikTok CEO and hopefully those of other platforms as well. Not looking to sanitize, but also just to, to put, put some yeah. safety and reasonableness mm-hmm. into the public discourse. Oh, yeah. Thanks so much, sir. Hey, have a good one, guys. Thank you, you too. As there, there does seem, you know, because Elon Musk has become a, a darling in some far-right circles, there seems to be a reluctance to call him on out on stuff that is just as bad. Oh, right. Uh, uh, there are some people who say, let it all out there. Free speech. And then others are say, well, we have to be reasonable. So there's there going to be this. To, there are consequences, though. There's going to exactly. be this December 6th hearing um, in Congress. And we will be reporting on that when it happens. When we come back, maybe when you go to the rent-a-car counter, when you're on your Thanksgiving vacation, you may find yourself in an EV. What to do next?